Like I knew I could talk. I knew I wasn't afraid to get in front of this microphone. The part I had to get over was, is anyone going to listen? Hey friends, welcome to The Christian Podcaster. I'm your host, Derek Nevins. Thank you so much for being here. Always grateful that you've downloaded. This, of course, is the show where we introduce you to Christian podcasters, and hopefully you find your new favorite binge listen. I'm so glad that you're here. We've got a great one for you today. Also, this is brought to you by Christian Podcasters Association. If you haven't had a chance, go out to christianpodcastersassociation.com. It's the premier membership for Christian podcasters. You can get a free membership at the bronze level where you can get some free training and downloads that will help you improve your guest game. Uh, you can go get that. Again, christianpodcastersassociation.com. We also have silver and gold levels. If you want to get some training, you want some help promoting your podcast, that's what we do. Plus, of course, our free Facebook group. I know it's a lot, but all you got to do is go to christianpodcastersassociation.com to get access to everything. We have a really great podcaster. He's become one of my great podcasting friends. Uh, his show is called Other People's Shoes. Our guest, our guest is Neil Matthews. Neil, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. And uh, I'm so glad to have you here. Um, this is our first ever episode of the Christian podcaster. So we're going to, I'm excited to do this. Tell us a little more about you and your podcast. Well, first off being the first one, I, I just, I, there's such a privilege that comes with that. And uh, I, you know, I know as, as Christians, we shouldn't look at things with privilege or, you know, with that kind of uh Avenue stream, but, but it's definitely exciting to be here. And, and again, thanks Eric for that. So a little bit about myself and my show. So I have been podcasting now for gosh, uh, show has been in existence for a year and a half. We started production on the show. I say we, because I get the privilege of working with a gentleman by the name of Garrett, who you may never actually hear on a microphone in any <laughs> way. You may see him on some Facebook lives and things like that. But uh, as far as microphone, he does make some cameos every now and then. He's actually been on an episode by himself talking about faith, which is a great episode to go check out. It's in our first season. And then uh, he did a Christmas episode uh, with me and him where he kind of interviewed me yeah. uh, last Christmas, which was fun. But uh, but outside of that, that's the we that I refer to so often. But as I said, we've been podcasting for about a year and a half now and uh, and love it. And uh, each and every Wednesday, we come out with a new show. So that's fun, too. So the, the production wheel never really stops. Yeah, no, that's that's totally true. Um, tell us about you. Like, where, where are you from? You're from uh, you're in Oregon, right? Yes, I am from the great state of Oregon, uh, Southern Oregon, specifically. Everybody thinks we're in Portland. So I always want to clarify we're actually in Southern Oregon. We're about 25 miles from the California border. If you're looking at a map. We, of course, are famous uh, for a lot of respects. You used to say when you came to Medford specifically that you could come and get a hug. Now, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if that's still uh, our city kind of motto or, or slogan or something like that. But I, I remember that years ago when I was a kid that uh, when you came here, you could come and get a hug. So wow. with that, sit there on the table for a second. Well. Yes, let's hope that it's like a socially distanced hug at the at this well, point. Yeah, at the present moment, yeah, right. Nobody <laughs> nobody really wants to, to hug anyone. That's awesome. So. What do you what do you love besides podcasting? Man, what do I love besides podcasting? Uh, well, first off, obviously, I love Jesus. I love I love uh, 
I love the fact that I, that I can call myself a disciple of Christ. I love that aspect of it. Uh, 19 years now, I've been able to say, not only do I love my wife, but I loved her even in high school. We were high school sweethearts. Yes, I know some may say, oh, that was puppy love. That was infatuation. No, it was true love. J- just ask the 16-year-old Neil. He'll tell you it was, it was true love. I also love my daughter. She's uh, 13. And of course, last but not least, certainly not least, I love my beloved North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, so, wow. Heels. All right. All right. Yes. I don't know anything about that. So we'll just, uh, that's good. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and you, you mentioned your family. I love that. So you mentioned yeah. you started podcasting a couple of uh, like 18 months ago, you said? Yes. Yeah, so I think we started... I started with, uh, you talk about like back when you first started, right? I had, and I'm going to do some, some name dropping here. If you're okay with that. I used a zoom, uh, H in pro, mm-hmm. uh, HN four pro. I think it had two XLRs. It was a little digital recorder. I started with that sold, actually sold my acoustic electric guitar. Wow. Uh, to buy, yeah. To buy equipment. Cause I thought I was going to be a worship leader. And, uh, and then, you know, I think God had other plans and was like, um, buddy, you can't sing. <laughs> so I don't know what you were thinking behind this guitar. And um, your coordination and strumming at the same time, not maybe you're in your wheelhouse. And so uh, my wife actually came to me one day with an idea because uh, I had just stepped away from youth ministry. And she said, you know, I think you need to start a podcast. And I said, I, I don't know anything about it. I, I don't even know where to start. And she said, well, you know, YouTube's there you can do this, babe. You're super smart. Go, go do it. And so, you know, as, as all podcasters start out, I think we're very poor unless we're like, you know, sponsored by somebody, but, uh, but I sold this guitar as kind of seed money and I, you know, did some research and I don't know why I picked the HN4 Pro, but I did. And and I had, you know, a mic that somebody had given me uh, kind of on a really weird circumstance there. And so I had a mic and I had a cord and I started recording and, uh, you know, I went to Starbucks and I started doing some episodes and, and I think I started with eight episodes already, no, six, excuse me, six episodes already pre-recorded, ready to go. And so then I started making artwork and I started, you know, learning about that and uh, had no idea Christian Podcasting Association was a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the group of the Facebook group didn't know anything about that. Uh, wish I did. Cause man, if I didn't, if I had known what I know now, you know, to have that support, that team behind you, that, you know, that kind of uh, spirited camaraderie, uh, cheerleaders, if you will. Um, I think I probably would have been more successful in launching. And so anyway, so we started with six and then we kind of just grew from there and, and we're now at, uh, well, we're probably approaching 90 at this point. Nice. I don't have the exact number, but but we're probably almost at 90. Well, that's fantastic. What was your biggest obstacle to starting? I think I had to get over my own voice. Oh, that's I, and I know good. that sounds vain in some respects. Nope. You know, especially, nope. again, we're talking about Christian podcasters, but but I really had to get over my own voice. I had to get over the fact that I wasn't ever going to sound this professional broadcast, you know, Dan Patrick is, is a good uh, mentor of mine. I've, I've never met him personally, but a, a role model, you know, from a distance. I love that guy on sports center. I love that guy. Just even in his normal radio show that he does. I thought, man, I want to be like him, <laughs> you know? And I knew I was never going to sound like him, but I had to find my own voice and I had to get over my own voice. So I, I would say that would be the biggest struggle and, and challenge to come over. 
Yeah. I say podcasters uh, ask basically three kinds of questions. And so, you know, once they've launched, they ask, like, how do I grow and get more, uh, get a bigger audience? Uh, early on, it's usually technology. You know, how do I make that work? And then it's also finding your message and voice, right? So like that is so powerful and getting used to your own voice on a microphone. Was it just like the sound or was it like figuring out how you were going to speak and and kind of interacting? Yeah, luckily for me, or I should say, you know, blessings for me. I don't think there's anything as luck, but uh, God really blessed me with the ability to speak. Um, you know, I was a slow talker. My mom will tell you, uh, if you ever talked to her, uh, I was actually late to the game in talking. In fact, they thought I was never going to talk. And then when I finally started talking, I've never stopped talking. Cause I made up for all the times that I apparently <laughs> not being able to talk. So that's kind of a, a family joke. But, um, but I think again, the part I had to get over was, is anyone going to listen? Like I knew I could talk. I knew I wasn't afraid to get in front of this microphone or get behind this microphone. I, I, that was never a fear, if you will. Yeah. And I know fear's a liar, but um, I had to get over the fact that is anyone going to care enough to listen? Yep. And that's the part I think I would I would speak to or, or share about is that fear. Is is anyone really going to care? Like this guy from Southern Oregon, is anybody going to really give a, you know, whatever about his obsession with North Carolina, his shoe obsession. I mean, is anybody really going to care about that? That's the part I had to kind of come over, I guess. Wow. Absolutely. Um, I had that same fear, you know, I remember that like, will anybody listen? I actually had, um, I'll just never forget this. Cause it was so, I was so terrified. It took me two years to start my podcast. And when I finally set a date and I finally, finally got it ready to go, um, and I had everything scheduled. I had 10, I had 11 episodes. So I had three, sorry, 13 episodes. I had three that were scheduled and then 10 weeks later, um, that were going to come out and I had picked chosen the date and I was an elder at my church at the time we were doing prayer requests. And I said to the elders, like, I want to just, I'm launching pray for my podcast. And like, it was, I started crying. Cause I was so just like, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm pretty, what do you, they were like, well, should we pray for this? I said, well, I, you know, pray somebody listens, right? Like I just pray that it gets into somebody's earbuds. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not the, I could have done better. It's not perfect. I don't know. Like it's, it's hard, but I gotta, I gotta put it out there. I just knew. And I had that burning in my heart, right? Like I just knew I had to do it, but man, it wasn't what I wanted it to be today. It is like, it's, it's, it's out there and it's great, but I think we all wrestled with that. How did you get over it? I don't think you ever get over it. Mm. Okay. At least for me, uh, you know, I can't obviously speak for other, others, but um, every week I still like, and, and, and this is maybe not a good advice or whatever. I don't listen to shows once they've come out. Yeah. I do not, I do not go back and listen to them. Uh, in fact, there are rare times that I will actually listen to a whole episode uh, in its entirety, even when it's done edited. So um, not saying that's good advice or bad advice. That's just, that's just what I do. Um, I, because I still cringe at the parts that, that I mess up on. I still cringe at the part of saying, oh, of course, too much. My wife and I joke a lot that I, that's like one of my catchphrases, apparently, of course, this is Neil Matthews. Of course, this is, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> like I'm like Mr. Ed, right? Of course, of course, is a horse, of course, 
you know, as long as his name is Mr. Ed, my wife teased me that one time she was going to, you know, she'll probably get in trouble if she ever hears this, or I'll get in trouble for here if she hears this, but she wanted to turn it into a drinking game for every time I say the word, of course, like take a shot, <laughs> not promoting Christian drinking, but I mean, you know what I mean? You know, um, by the way, the new uh, Christian podcasters vodka is coming out. Uh, yeah. No, not really. Not really. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's now available in stores now. It's $29.95 and plus shipping. But, but I, you know what I mean? I, I, I think that's where it is for me is, is still getting over the the words I say wrong because I'm such an audio processor. Yeah. A verbal processor, not audio processor, verbal processor. Um. Half the time I'm I'm thinking it as I'm saying it. I'm not as methodical as those that, you know, are very introspective and like, well, let me let me ponder what you just said there. Yeah. Like that's just not me. And so So you're like you you have to say it out loud in order to understand what you think. I'm so like that too. And I didn't know that about myself. So I tried blogging, right? I tried and it was so hard to write. People still blog by the way. They do, and it's a good way to go. Good way to add yeah, no, SEO I'm, to your. No judgment. Just was wondering. I've it's never fine. Read a blog in my life, I don't think. But like when it was popular, I was like trying to do it, and I I really had a hard hard time, until um, I found podcasting, and then it was like, oh, okay, I can actually do this because I don't know what I think until I've said it, and that's not really how you're taught to do things in school. That's not really you're supposed to write and and whatever. But I have to actually say it, and then and then once it's out on the table, so to speak, I can go, oh, uh, that is that really true, right? This is what I think I I believe, and then is that really true? And that's kind of how it how it goes. And it sounds like maybe that's that's how you are too. And here's friends, if that's you, it's okay. Podcasting is probably a great medium for you uh, if you're a verbal processor. The barriers are so low; you need a few pieces of equipment and maybe some hosting. But for the most part, you can get in. Uh, to podcasting uh, for sure. So Neil, who is your show for? Well, we haven't really talked about your show, so let's talk about that. Yeah, your your show is sure. other people's shoes. Why did you choose that show? So again, going back to my wife and her brilliance, um, she's really only made one bad mistake in her life, and that was probably marrying me. So no, stop um, it. Just teasing. Um, another family joke. But I think when we, when her and I first started talking, she said, you know, I, I said, I have no idea what I'm going to call it. I have no idea, you know, what am I going to go after? What's the theme? What's whatever. And she goes, you know, I think pe- people really need perspective. And we, we really took that word and we really started to kind of pray on it, you know, really meditate on it. And I'm thinking perspective, how does someone get perspective? And so, you know, we've all heard the phrase when you walk a mile in someone else's shoes, you know, right. We, we've all, you, you can really understand where they come from. So we took that and I kind of morphed it in a lot of respects. So we say, when you walk in other people's shoes, you really do get a different perspective on life. And so I always say on the show, it's fun to say, but it's hard to do Yep. because it really is hard to do to really put yourself in Eric's Clark's shoes. Like literally I can't do that. I can't go out to Colorado. I can't put myself in my, in his shoes. Cause first off, I would never wear Clark's, but that's another story. I don't, but, I don't get that, but you'll have to explain it to me later. <laughs> this is not a cool shoe for me. That's all. I'm just a, you know, it's just a kind of plain Jane, you know, I like flair and excitement and, you know, color and I don't know. <laughs> That's why. But, but I say that because we wanted to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. We wanted to get someone else's understanding. We wanted to get 
some empathy because I think, and, and I, I believe the show does a good job of this. We try to do a good job of this is we try to understand where they're coming from, whatever, whatever they walk through. Because I think, again, if you can have some empathy for somebody, you can gain some understanding from somebody that could really change your world if you start to take that and, and really apply it in a practical way. And so that's what we try to do on the show each and every week. Yeah, I love that. Empathy is so important. That highlights something about podcasting is, you know, I always ask this question because I I think um, it's important, uh, you know, one of the, it's important to have a mission, right? So for me, my show is halfway there, but uh, my mission was I wanted to change the world about, or the conversation about testimony, the Christian testimony and the spiritual journey. Like the, the journey is a lot longer than we give it credit for. Um, and so that's what I wanted to do. It sounds like for you, the change you wanted to make was to help people see a different perspective. hundred percent. And, and to that, to that extent, um, when we started the show, I wanted to, to really understand what it was like to be somebody else. And I think so many times as people, whether we admit it or not, we all want to be like somebody else. We all see a trait in somebody. We all see maybe a, an ability, maybe a, you know, a whatever it may be. We look at somebody, maybe there's some enviousness to that, right? Some not empathy, but envy in that. And not envy from a, from a standpoint of, of like an anger or a negative standpoint, but sometimes maybe. And so for me, when I looked at around my life, I started to see people and I'm like, you know what? That person has a great trait. I want to know more. How did they find that trait? How did they get that trait? Almost the why of their story. And, uh, and something crazy that I did talking about doing crazy stuff. When you first start out, I jumped on eBay and I, our logo that I found in Canva that I created in Canva, which is a great way to create show artwork. Um, by the way, from a podcasting tip standpoint, um, our logo might or might not look like some Vans tennis shoes. I'm not, I'm not really sure if you kind of look closely, maybe they do, maybe they don't, I don't know. But, uh, but I went out and found on eBay, a used pair of shoes in my size. Wow. Because I wanted another person's pair of shoes. I wanted another pair. Like I wanted to use pair of shoes. I wanted to feel like I was literally walking in, not yeah. my shoes because they're, they're, they're not brand new. They're used. And that's weird. I know people are like, oh my gosh, he's wearing used shoes. Like their, their heads are exploding right now. Like the fungus and the nastiness, oh gosh, everything that came with that. But there is some truth to that. Well, there's a lesson in that, isn't there? Like it's, there that, is a lesson in that. And that's what I was trying to parallel is, is that, that sometimes when we see people's stuff, it can get messy. Yeah. It can get gross. It can get fungus-y. Um, you know, it can smell. Uh, people can be tied up in their stuff. And I think podcasting, for me at least, not only am I learning from them, but I hope my listener is learning from the standpoint of, hey, I didn't know that that person experienced that. And maybe they can gain a friend from it as well. And and so I think we have a lot of goals that we try to do in the show, but, but that's one I really want to focus on, especially in this next year. Yeah. I love that. Uh, do you give that perspective? Absolutely. Perspective. Uh, do you have a favorite episode? Eric, who's your favorite kid? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Hey, I have one kid. So, is there an uh, episode? Maybe I need to ask this question differently. Yeah. Is there an episode that stands out to you as one that really encapsulates your show? That's really what I'm trying to ask. Okay. So, so I would say there's two, if that's okay. Can yeah. I share two? I'll give you two. Okay. okay. So two. So there's there's one that we did. Um, 
and I got to look at the name of it. It's called the search for, sorry, you may have to cut this a little search for meaning. I'm just making that. That's a, that's a book. If you man, man search, search for, for meaning, meaning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man search for meaning. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no search for a voice was one of them. We had a lesbian black woman come on our show. That was, that was pretty awesome from a lot of different standpoints. One, that episode dropped right as the George Floyd uh, issues in our country were kind of on their rise. Wow. So little did we know we were very timely with that. Like we didn't intend that. It just happened. Like God just opened some doors, I, I believe. And that just happened to happen during that time frame. Can I have that perspective? Yeah, I want to comment on that because... That's the interesting thing. I found I've had that happen a couple times too, right? Where where you plan this episode, and I'm sometimes months ahead, right? And you plan this episode, you schedule it, you do all your work, and right. then something happens, and you're like, "Oh, this is super relevant for right now," and you right. share it. It comes out, and it's that's super powerful. You can't plan that, like you can't. No. You know, all you can I do. Actually, thought I did. Really? I'm like. Yeah, I got a lot of comments like, man, wow. this is so timely, man. It was it was almost like you knew. And I was like, we didn't know. <laughs> didn't know. I just put it out there. And so there's a real dependence on the Lord to to kind of his providence to to help you with that, which is an interesting thing. I don't know if other podcasters experience that. Maybe they do. But uh, yeah. I would say absolutely um, the Lord superintends all that. So, okay, go ahead. Your second. Yeah, second point. So my second one, it's a tie. So I'm going to, I'm going to give a third. So it's a tie. I thought, I thought of one more. <laughs> we were talking the verbal processor in me. Yep. So, uh, we just concluded our fifth season, uh, called the search. And we sat with two Muslim ladies who, um, are named Zeba and Uzma and they run a podcast also called mumming while Muslim. And they were fantastic. I've never actually interacted with somebody who is Islamic to my knowledge to my memory. Yeah. They're great people. That was was great. And they were great ladies and they were great people. So that was fun. The other one would be uh, the search for honor. And the reason why I picked that one is because my dad is a former Marine and we sat with a former Marine, not my dad, but we sat with another gentleman that's a former Marine. And I dedicated that show to my dad and uh, Cause I really wanted my dad to sit with me on that episode. And that one actually had a little forethought because we released it, uh, the Wednesday before 4th of July. So, oh, nice. um, but that one was a special episode for me because I dedicated it to my dad. And, uh, to my knowledge, my dad has not listened to the episode yet. So gotcha, but it's out there. Well, I hope he, I hope he does. Um, yeah. Hey, so in your podcasting journey, what have you learned? Well, I've learned that I cannot procrastinate. Uh, I'm by nature a procrastinator. Right. And, and I've learned that I can't with this. If I want it to do as well as I want it to do, I have to stay vigilant. I have to stay on top of it. I have to stay ahead. You know, as we, as we talk about, you have to stay ahead. I think that's the key to anything, but especially in podcasting. You know, if you can be three, four episodes ahead, you're, you're going to save yourself a lot of headache and heartache, in my opinion. Um. So I would say that would be the number one. The other thing I've learned is how to ask good questions. People say I ask good questions already, but um, that's probably because I'm not writing questions down half the time because right. I'm processing as they're saying it. Um, but I, I would say those two things. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a lot. 
as this show goes on, because that's that's one thing I do, and I, I find that all the best podcasters, if I as it sounds self promotional when I put those two together, but you get the idea. They follow curiosity, right? And that's uh, you know I love um, Larry King, for instance. He talks about that, like just follow your curiosity. Um, it's funny if if you've ever seen his interview with Jerry Seinfeld after Seinfeld ended, <laughs> he was he was asking him questions, and Seinfeld's like, you don't you don't you don't know, right? Because he didn't do any. Larry King doesn't do any prep. He just lets his curiosity lead. <laughs> Maybe that's not the quite the way to go, but it's pretty interesting. Um, but it is important. Like, let your curiosity lead. I love that. I think that's that well, leads to a lot of really good, good places. Mutual friend uh, that I think is that way as well. Um, Sean McCoy is is kind of that way as well. And so, uh, when him and I talked a while back about interviewing and stuff like that, I, I don't think he had a ton ton of questions like lined up and ready to go he just again lets his curiosity take over so yeah which is there's really, some truth to that but i i try to have a couple of questions that at least lead off with yeah because if you walk in and you don't have anything you're like okay so tell me about this amazing book that you just came out with why did you i mean that's kind of boring right yeah, yeah. well I, I often will ask that question but because i'm trying right. to get at something but i think um yeah, I always have a, a framework, right? Even on my in my show, halfway there, I've got a framework that I'm working toward. There's something that I want to know about your journey, and there's a reason I want to know it. But I'm not going to ask the like a, a question, you know, just verbatim every every single time. Um, yeah, which I think is. I mean, we've done that a good. few times, like when we're in our series. Uh, you know, what's your greatest thing you've searched for? Yeah, sure. You know, we've asked questions about that, like how does perseverance play a role in your story? You know, how does vision, identity, and and cost, you know, play a part in your story? You know, to get those questions to kind of percolate that thought process. But we've had people that have been, like, stumped. Like, when, when I've asked them something, they've been like, um, and then there's, like, dead air. <laughs> wow. So that's kind of cool. So. Well, then they got to think about it, right? Which is okay. Right. Do right. You, Which I'm okay with. Do you leave those pauses in? Uh, sometimes, depending on how long it is. Like, I, I think one time we had somebody come on that, uh, you know, I asked a question to, and there was literally like about a 20 second pause, which felt like forever, right. <laughs> when you're recording, but you know, and I didn't want the listener to endure that. So I cut, cut it down to about five second pause or maybe about a, yeah, I cut a, I cut some, maybe cut it in half. So there wasn't as long of a pause. And then they came back and, and when they finally did respond after like the 20 seconds, they were like, and that is a really good question. I'm going to need a second to process that through. And I was like, wow. Okay. And they took some more time after that. Even. Wow. So I was like, oh. isn't it the best? I love it when that happens. I that love was, That was good, but I didn't want our listener to endure that. So I did right. snip that down a little bit. Got to leave a little bit to give a little bit of that dramatic Attention. Right. effect. But yeah, absolutely. I love it. One of my favorite things for people to say is that's a good question. Right. I love that. It's like that oh. actually is like a badge of honor. I know, a hundred percent. And it's like, oh, that's that's what I'm after because when when that happens, like this like firework explodes in my head, like, oh my God. Yes. Yes, I know. I totally agree. because uh, it's like, okay, I've got I know I'm gonna get something. I know I'm gonna get something new right. and something valuable. And maybe I've sparked connections. My favorite thing is when people go, I've never thought about it that way. Right. But that's, that's my a favorite good question. line. Yeah. Absolutely. That is my favorite line. Yep. Because you've changed somebody's perspective. I, well, and yeah, and and they've even said, I've never thought 
I've never thought about that before, or I've never considered that before. Those are the phrases again, like I just, I get giddy when that happens. That's so powerful. I love it. All right, Neil, I, I love this. I love what you're doing with other people's shoes. What's next for you? Uh, what's next for me? Well, right now we're working on our current season called what happened when. So if you are a podcaster and you would like to maybe be a guest, we of course would love to entertain that. We're, we're not, uh, anti, uh, podcasters to come on. So maybe we can swap shows or something like that, but, but that's our season that we're working on right now called what happened when basically centering around the premise of everyone has a specific date in their mind that maybe changed their life or altered their life or had some effect on their life. Maybe it's your wedding day. Maybe it's the day you got a cancer diagnosis, or maybe it's the day your, you know, your dad died or your mom died or your grandma died, or, you know, it doesn't have to be death. It can be happy moments too. Maybe it's the the birth of your child, or, you know, maybe it was your college graduation or, or something like that. But we believe there's a specific date in everyone's minds that has changed their life and their trajectory forever. So we just, we want to be in those shoes of, of that date and, and walk us back through that moment of, of when that happened. That's a super cool approach to what you do. I think that's kind of neat. I love the way you do those seasons. Uh, with a different kind of theme and kind of take a, you take the diamond of other people's shoes and you kind of twist it a little bit and go, oh, here, that's a new facet. And you give people a window into other people's lives. Yeah. So we're going to, every episode is going to be titled by that specific date. So when you see it in the, in the iTunes category or the, you know, Stitcher category, the, you know, Spotify category, you're going to see, you know, the artwork and then you're going to see this date with it. And we're hoping that that date might create some interest because, you know, statistically speaking, that might be a birthday for you. That might be an anniversary for you. Maybe that's your kid's birthday, whatever it may be. That may be a date in your event and your life. And you might think, man, where was I at that moment? Like we can all put ourselves back on September 11th. That's a date for most of us that we can kind of pinpoint like, Hey, I remember where I was. I was in my apartment. My wife called me and said, I think some, some plane hit a trade, the trade towers in New York. And I was like, well, that air traffic controller is going to get fired. That was my first thought. Not that we were under attack. Yeah. Not that, you know, this terrorist event had taken place. So. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. And where can people find you? So, uh, social media wise, we're under pretty easy OPS podcast show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are our handles for all three made it easy for you. And of course, OPSpodcast.com is a great place to listen each and every Wednesday. We have past shows there, past, present, and future shows are there as well. So take a listen. There's, as I said, there's like 90 plus episodes. So I'm sure there's a shoe size and a shoe topic that you can fit into. I'm sure of it. We have your shoe size. That should be your marketing. I love it. That's awesome. I just came up with that. Like, see, that's that verbal processor, right? But I might have to use that now. Like you, we have your exact shoe size. That's you, that's great. I'm going to have to use that, Eric. You See totally you should. Did? That's you, buddy. That's all you. Well, I need a commission on whatever okay. you do, just for the record. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Neil, thanks a lot. I appreciate you, your story, and your podcast. Uh, friends, this is the Christian Podcaster. Thanks so much for being here. If you have not checked out Christian Podcasters Association, we would love to connect with you. If you're a Christian podcaster or you want to be a Christian podcaster, uh, we would love to have you as part of the group. We have a lot of free options, including a Facebook group and, like I said, that bronze level where you can get some free training and downloads. Uh, just go visit Christian Podcasters association.com and uh, if you're if you're a listener and you haven't had a chance to go out and, and well you haven't because this is the first episode and review the show we'd love to have you do that 
in Apple as well. Thank you so much, my friends, for listening. 